Hallelujah. Amen. The Bible says that where two or three comes together in my name, Jesus Christ said that there I am in their midst. Not that Jesus Christ is here, the Holy Ghost is here, God Almighty is here. Angels are here. We are in the presence of God. We are in the presence of God. And so this afternoon when I have a privilege to worship Him, to sing for Him, as the praises goes up, His glory comes down. Let us get ready to worship Him this afternoon.
give you glory, Lord. for your presence we thank you for your power and thank you for your mercy in the name of Jesus hallelujah um, there is another this is it's like a, an earphone that is causing that noise you are hearing on the background is because of an earphone there please i don't know that person okay even if you put it on silent for the sake of recording is fine because now it's gonna be making noise the whole service the second button from the red is silent so that i can we cannot hear that noise coming from the loudspeaker or that earphone something like that please somebody there on the messenger Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. 
so that we can hear each other very well. Anyway, it's time that we can go to the Word of God together. As the Bible says that men shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. Meaning that, um, you know, as if the Bible says that men shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God, that means the word of God is a food for our spirit. You know, naturally, if a person does not eat food, they lose weight. They lose weight. They become weak. They wither. And the problem is only not because of not eating food. Then also the same thing happens in the spirit. If somebody does not eat the spiritual food, which is the word of God, that person begins to wither. Begin to wither, begin to wither, and eventually die in the spirit because they are not fed. Then also as you know, now in many places it's a lunch time. As a lunch time, people are running around with containers so they can feed their mortal bodies, so that they can be have energy, so that they can be healthy because they have eaten a natural food. In the same way, in the same thing, then we need to eat spiritually. That means if you are more of a spiritual person, when you see people running around with containers, you must be running around with the Word of God. Somebody who's more physical, by the time of lunch, you see them by running around with containers. And they are running around with containers because they are more physical. They can tell that my body needs something to eat. Then a spiritual person, when other people are running around with their containers, they must be running around with the word to make sure that they are spiritually fed, they are spiritually satisfied in the spirit. That's the spiritual person's responsibility to make sure that they are healthy spiritually. It's very, very much important that as the children of the living God, as Christians, we must be healthy in the, in the spirit. They say that, um, uh, the doctor says that an apple a day keeps a, do a doctor away. Also, the scripture a day, the word of God in a day, it keeps the devil away. Because through the word of God, we become strong and the word of God is our weapon that we use. And to keep and to put the enemy where he belongs when we are spiritually fed and when we are spiritually sound and when we are spiritually strong. Then to a child of the living God, it is very, very much important to take care of their spiritual well-being. Our spiritual well-being is more important because from the day that you are born again, me and me spiritually, we are alive. We are alive spiritually from that moment. 
then sometimes some, there are some people who compare themselves with some other people who don't take care of their spiritual well-being. They say, ah, so and so, it's like everything is going well. He doesn't pray, he doesn't go to church, he doesn't study the word of God, he doesn't listen to God. Yes, spiritually they are dead. There is nothing to take care of spiritually. They are what? They are dead. But if you are spiritually alive... If you are spiritually alive, there's something to take care of. You are already alive in the spirit. As you are alive in the spirit, there is a need that you begin to take care of yourself in the spirit. That you must find yourself in the spirit, in, to be spiritually in shape. There are some people who are spiritually not in shape. The people who are like that, spiritually, they are not in shape. Yes, they are alive. They are not in shape because they don't take care of their spiritual persona. They don't take care of their spiritual well-being. But a healthy Christian in the spirit is the one who takes care of their um, spiritual persona to make sure that they are right and they are in shape in the spirit when they make sure that they are having a right balanced diet. They are having a right balanced diet in terms of the word. They are having a right balanced diet in terms of spending time in the presence of God. They are having a right um, balanced diet in terms of their prayer life. You must make sure that you are spiritually in shape. Because in the... You know, when you realize that everything moves around, everything happens and be their control in the spirit, then that's when you have to realize that I have to take care of my spiritual life. My spiritual life is utmost important because through the spirit, everything got into a being. Anyway, that I'm just passing by. Let us make sure that we go through the verses that we have been shared today together and that we can go on with the word of God. Second Kings chapter 8 verse number 13, the Bible says that. Isaiah said, could your servant a mere dog accompany such a feat? The Lord showed me that you will be a king of Aram, Elisha answered Elisha. Then Hazel left Elisha and returned to his master Ben-Hadad and asked, What did Elisha say to you? Hazel replied, He told me that you will certainly recover. But the next day he took a thick cloth and soaked it in water and spread it over the king's face so that he died. Ah, that's all fine. Then Hazel. That's fine. Then Hazel. But replied. Certainly recover, but um. Okay. Then Hazel succeeded him as a king. The following ways of the king of Israel, as the house of Ahab, had done. For he married the daughter of Ahab. He did evil in the eyes of the Lord. Nevertheless, for the sake of the servant David, the Lord was not willing to destroy Judah. 
He had promised to maintain a lamp for David and his descendants forever. He followed the ways of the house of Ahab and uh, did evil in the eyes of the Lord. In the eyes of the Lord, as, the, uh, as Ahab has done, for he was um, related by marriage to Ahab's family. King Jorabam returned to the Jezreel to recover from the wounds Aramean had inflicted on him at uh, Ramoth in his battle with Hazel, the king of Aram. Then Ahaziah, the son of Jerobam, the king of Judah, went to Jezreel, to Jezreel, to see Jerobam, the son of Ahab, because he had been wounded. Hallelujah. First of all, we will start in the book of 2 Kings chapter 8, verse number 13. The Bible said that, Aziel said, How could your servant, a mere dog, accomplish such a feat? The Lord has shown me that you will become a king of Aram, answered Elisha. Okay, you know, I want to just help us to... To, to catch up on what is happening here. The Bible is talking about Elisha. He went to Ben-Hadad. Ben-Hadad actually was the king of Aram. He was the leader of Aram. And um, when Ben-Hadad was the leader of Aram, Ben-Hadad was sick. When Ben-Hadad was sick, the Bible said that Elisha went to the land of Aram to visit Ben-Hadad. Instead of Ben-Hadad going there and saying that the man of God must enter and see him, maybe to pray for him, for him to be healed, to speak a word, whether he will recover. He said, okay, let me send my servant. My servant, go. Go and and hear the man of God and ask him whether I will recover from this. You know, I've talked about this before. That the problem with this, you know, many of these kings did not have a revelation, number one. Many of these kings did not know, have the relationship with God. They did not. What Ben-Hadad is supposed to do, Ben-Hadad is supposed to say, no, let the man of God enter. Man of God, pray for me. Let me so that I can be healed and recover. But Ben-Hadad does not allow the man of God to speak a word that he can recover. They think the man of God is only a seer and is supposed to be somebody who's supposed to see, to ask God whether this man is going to recover. Whereas the man of God has got the authority to say whether this man will recover or this man must die. Because if you realize men like Elisha, men like Elijah, they even rose the dead several times. Then if you can raise the dead, what is it to heal the sick? It's the same thing, it's nothing. It's like this. Nowadays God has given us the grace to heal. Then, it, you know, when God has given you the grace to heal, 
It is not uh, most of the time that you have to pray to heaven, oh God, heal. No, the grace to heal is with he, God has placed it on a man. It is the matter of whether what the man of God want God to do and God will do the same. Like what the Bible says, whatever you bind here on earth is bound in heaven. Uh-huh. When you are binding something here on earth and it's bound in heaven, it's not sometimes that heaven is saying that heaven has given out the grace to heal. The license of the man of God in the New Testament is the same thing that was given in the book of Mark chapter 16 verse number 15. When the Bible said that Jesus Christ said that go ye into the world. Go ye into the world and preach unto the world. Whoever will believe and will be baptized will be saved. Whoever does not believe will not be, uh, does not, will be condemned. And these signs will accompany those who believe in my name. They shall lay hands upon the sick. And one of the signs, the sick will recover. That is the license of the man of God. You shall lay hands upon the sick and the sick will recover. The Bible doesn't say some of the sickness will be healed. Some of them will not be healed. The Bible says that you shall lay hands upon the sick. The sick, I give you the lessons and they shall recover. It's not matter. Hey, it's when we pray, is God going to... God said that there will be a healing. God said that there will be a miracle. Already, he have declared... But Ben-Hadad, because of his lack of revelation and because of his lack on the walking with God, he called the man of God to inquire. And another mistake that Ben-Hadad does, he doesn't say, pray for me. He said that, okay, hey, it's time to inquire. Not just inquire, hey, Hazel, go and find out. Hazel went. When Hazel went there, the Bible says that the men of God begin to talk to the life of Hazel. I'm sure I could tell, yes, the Lord wanted to avenge Israel. The Lord wanted to avenge yeah, the plan that he wanted to do. But just because who came Hazel, men of God begin to speak in the life of Hazel, that Hazel, you are about to become a king. Who was Hazel? By this time, Hazel was a nobody. He was not somebody. By this time, Hazel is a nobody. He's just a servant of Ben-Hadad. And he was not even planning to be a king. It's just that because he's meeting the man of God, man of God is now anointing him to be a king. He's anointing him to be a king. Not that Hazel was supposed to be a king. Not that Hazel dreamed to be a king. He is being anointed to be a king. It was being put to him because the man of God of all, they are the one who are having authority to choose who will become kings. That's why even when David was a nobody, David was a shepherd boy, David was not looking to be a nobody to be a king. The Bible says that it was a man of God, Samuel. The Bible, of, when you talk about Samuel, say that Samuel, first of all, he anointed Saul. Saul was he, did he was planning to be a king? Did he want to be a king? Absolutely not. He was not planning to be. But when he met the man of God, 
Hey, men of God anointed Saul, and Saul was a king. And in the same way with David, because of Saul of Saul's rebellion, David was not even planning to be a king, did not want to be a king. But the men of God arrived in the house of Jesse. When the family was there, all the children of Jesse passed through. And they thought maybe and someone, maybe Eliab was going to be a king. But he was not. Until they said, no, God is looking for a young boy. They, Don't you have any other son? They said, no, I've got a, a young man who is busy with the, with the flock. So we're not going to sit down, we're not going to eat until he arrived. When he arrived, David was anointed by the men of God to be a king. He was not supposed to be a king, including his son also. If you can look how uh, Solomon was anointed. Solomon was anointed by the, by the man of God. And actually, the man of God is the one who's orchestrating that Solomon must be anointed. Then that's what I'm trying to say to you. God usually to raise kings up. He usually used his servant. Also by this day, he was using Elisha to anoint a king of somebody who was saving a king. Who was not planning to be a king. And just for your information, Ben-Hadad was not the king of Israel. Was the king of Aram. And after that prophecy that, hey, you, you are going to be a king. I can see you doing this in Israel. And you know what? The man of God was using this, wanted to raise a man who can deal and uphold the plans of God in the land of Israel. Dealing with the descendant of Ahab as Ahab was a wicked king. That's why the man of God was anointing Israel. And after when Israel was anointed, the Bible talks about he went and he killed the king and he became the king. He killed the king and he became the king because of the prophets. I want to say to you, the words that have been spoken to your life, more especially the words that have been spoken by the man of God are very powerful. Carries weight. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. For example here, the men, I've talked about three and four kings who were not supposed to be kings, who were not meant to be kings, but after the encounter and the word spoken to them, situation began to change that they became a king. Look at the life of a David after when he was anointed. Oh supernatural ability came on him by he began to be a worshiper even when he was behind his father's flock after when he was a worshiper behind his father's flock everybody could worship that the way he worshiped he's not worshiping in any 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 other how and after that when the soul was looking for somebody to serve him there was nobody who could feel that but david so now later, when that soul chased David up and down, but you will see David is standing out. Why is David standing out? He is standing out by the anointing. 
He is standing out by the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen. I'm saying to you, I don't know what you do. I don't know where you are placed. I don't know for what. But I'm saying to you, we are about to stand out by the anointing in Jesus' name. Amen. What you are about to accomplish and God will begin to do things with you, it will be a supernatural thing. They will wonder how do Amen. you do it, how do you excel, how do, you st how do we stand out. But it will be by the power of the Holy Ghost in Jesus' name. Amen. Because God will be accomplishing his plans and his plans in our life through us by the power of the Spirit of God in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Then the anointing enables you to excel. Anointing helps you to stand out. Anointing helps heaven to back you up. So that was the reason before the assignment that Ben had, this Israel was about to do. That was, the, that was the reason before he began it, he was anointed. Let me tell you this. As a child of the living God, everything that you do, you must make sure that you are doing it with the anointing. Everything that you have to do, every activity that you are about to do, make sure that you are doing it by the anointing. Because anointing, it is God. When anointing is God, that means whatever you are doing, even though it seems like you are not doing it right. Whether it is not perfect, but the anointing and God content will perfect it. Will perfect it. You know, the Bible says that the weakness of God, it is stronger than the man's strength. The wisdom of God is, the, the foolishness of God is still wiser than the wisdom of man. That means when you are anointed, even and if you are doing anything by anointing, even if you are at your weakness, uh. it is stronger than, than human strength. Even if you are not taking a great, if it is under the anointing, it is still better than how the best human being can operate. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. Oh, because it's a midday service where we are, we are, we are just, just having a lunch. Uh, can you say, my day is blessed. My day is blessed. My family is blessed. My family is blessed. My career is blessed. My career is blessed. Our countries are blessed. Our, Our everything is blessed. blessed. Our country Say everything is turning around blessed. for my good. Say I refuse to be broke. I refuse to be sick. Say no weapon fashioned against me shall prosper. Used to be. I will not die before my time. 
I will never be hospitalized in my life. I will never be arrested in my life. Say everything is turning around for my good. In the name of Jesus Christ. Say devil. Say devil. Take off your hand. Take off your hand. From my life. From my family. From my career. From my career. From my everything. From my everything. From my everything. Say angels. 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 Asha me. Asha me. Everywhere Asha. I go. Everywhere I go. In everything that I do. In everything that I do. Say I lose angels now. I lose angels now. I lose angels now. Angels. Angels. Bring my harvest. Bring my harvest. Bring my My miracles. My miracles. My testimonies. My testimony. My testimony. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Say great things are happening. Great things are happening. I am making them happen. I am making them happen. By the power of the Holy Ghost. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Let us share the grace. Say may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. The love of God. The love of God. The fellowship of the Holy Spirit. The fellowship of the Holy Spirit. Be with us all. Be with us all. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Have a blessed and a successful day in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Bye-bye. Have a blessed day in the name of Jesus with Pastor Robert in the name of Jesus Christ.